When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Car Stuff. I'm Scott Benjamin, the auto editor here at HowStuffWorks.com. And my name is Ben Bolin. I hang with Scott. I do some things and I say some stuff. <laughs> Good. So you're being, uh, being very vague again. Well, you know. Uh, covert? Well, I was thinking about actually going, going covert, going underground for a while. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Studio 1A, we've got our uh, fingers in a lot of pies, so to speak, yep. internationally. And, um, well, I'm not at liberty to say exactly what I'm getting into, Scott, but I can tell you that it involves um, involves maybe a little bit of travel. Really? Uh huh. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Hypo- I can never confirm nor deny. <laughs> Neither. Yeah, I understand. I understand. So that's why we stumbled upon this episode of Car Stuff. Mm-hmm. This is about the driver's license. Yeah, but not just any driver's license. We're talking about an international driver's license. And a lot of people may not have ever even heard of something like this. Uh, the only reason we stumbled across it really was because uh, we actually had a listener that asked about driving from uh, I believe it was from Canada, or was it somewhere here in the, uh, in North America? Yeah, all the way down to the very tip of South America, and uh, you know he's asking about licensing, actually, oddly mm-hmm. enough. And I said, I don't think I'd worry so much about the license; I would worry about the uh, the Darien Gap. Yeah, yeah, because really you, yeah, you mentioned that in the past, right? I yes. mean, there's a, a segment of the Pan American Highway, right? One of the most dangerous. Well, it's missing. There's nothing yeah. there. You got to get through something like 20 miles of Panamanian jungle. Which makes it dangerous oh, if you're not expecting and it. And swamp. It's like it's yeah. a swampy jungle area. It's it's not mm-hmm. something that you can really get through. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the only hitch in the plan, I guess. Right. But who who are we to tell people that they shouldn't pursue <laughs> no, their No, no, no. Give it a shot because you can mm-hmm. ship the car around that section. Mm-hmm. You can do that anyway. And what a story it'll be. Exactly. So we decided that we wanted to just take a moment and uh, address some of the ideas about an international driver's license. Mm-hmm. So first off, what is it? Well, quite simply, do you want to, you want to tell them or do you No, you do to, it. You okay, do it. it looked like you were about ready to break into it there, so I didn't want to, <laughs> uh, didn't want to step on your toes. But basically what it comes down to is this. It's a, it's a backup for your 
standard driver's license that you have issued uh, here in the States. Mm-hmm. Um, what it does is it it's just another form of documentation that goes along with your driver's license. It explains that you are a valid registered driver to someone of another country. And you have to carry your regular license with you. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, you have to carry the other one with you at all times. So you have to have both pieces of ID. Um, actually, there are three pieces of ID. There's a card that you get with yes. um, with an international driver's license, mm-hmm. and uh, the card has you know just your typical information, your your uh, your driving information. Mm-hmm. The other one is like a booklet that's almost like a passport sized booklet in nine languages. Exactly. I heard ten. Is, is that, it ten? I think it's ten. It might be ten now. Well, maybe it's. Uh, uh, maybe English is are, are they counting English? I don't know because it would be on your driver's license anyways, and you would have no problem communicating that. I would think. Got to cover the bases, bro. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Maybe maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. But um, the thing is that these these licenses are valid in more than 150 countries, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a whole list of, of countries that um, that participate in this, and it's part of a uh, there was a. Well, when was it? A UN, a United Nations convention. Yes, sir. Uh, that happened, and there's several years where uh, these these road tra- road and traffic safety conventions were held, uh, so going back to the, the 20s, the 40s, and uh, it looks like the 60s, uh, where these international driving permits kind of sprang mm-hmm. forth, I guess. Um, and uh, the, the countries listed here, I mean, there's there's everything. It's Peru, Honduras, Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Jordan, Bulgaria, and it, it, there's you know an alphabetical list here that you can go through. But like I said, it's more than 150 different countries that it, that's valid in. But you do have to have your state ID along with it. You can't you can't just use the international license alone. Mm-hmm. It, it won't be accepted. And so that's if there's 150 countries that accept it, then that means there's a little more than 40 between 40 and 50 that don't. Um, because depending on who you talk to in the UN, mm-hmm. some countries are not considered countries. And, exactly. So do your research before you uh, before you head out and buy one of these. Yeah, and plus, do you really want to go to a place that's already not considered? You know, that seems <laughs> kind of dangerous. That's uh, that's another good point. Is mm-hmm. that you know where exactly you're headed? You might want yeah. to look into that. But the majority of countries uh, do accept this license, mm-hmm. and more uh, more countries accept the international driver's license than accept your domestic U.S. license. Correct. That's so, correct. But you do have to have both at the same still time. You have it's to this, have it's it. Catch twenty two that you have to yeah. have both at the same time. Now the reason for that is that you can't use it as a you can't use it as a substitute license. Let's say if your license was suspended or revoked, right? Um, you know that that doesn't count as a driver's license. You can't just use that here in the states and say that you're licensed um, or anywhere. Um, you have to have <laughs> both. Um, you have to be eighteen in order to to have this. So even though you can drive at sixteen in a lot of states. Uh, you have to wait until you're 18 to get an international license. Um, you don't have to take a test, though. No, that's right. Yeah, you're right. There's no test required um, because you've already taken the test for your state. Hey-o. And you've got your license. So yeah. um, that's really all the proof you need. Now, what, what you do need to apply, you'll find this in, you know, on any of the sites that, that mention international driver's licenses. Um, you need a photocopy of your current valid driver's license. Uh, you needed an applicant's photo in color uh, with a blank background. So it's like a passport-type photo yeah, that yeah. you need, really. And there's very specific requirements for that. So, you know, make sure you look into that as well. Um, and, of course, the form. You know, there's an application form that you can find uh, at several different – well, actually, a couple different websites. Mm-hmm. Not, not several. There's a only couple. A few, there's only a few places that uh, this is available. There's a AAA uh, National Auto Club, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And uh, let's see. I don't know if our if the .gov sites actually – have the I, 
have the application. I yet. found one that was called IDLService.com. Yes, that's and, recommended by the. Oh, is it really? Uh, yeah, it's mentioned. Yeah. Recommended by the government? I believe so. Oh, yeah. Okay, very good. So IDLService.com. And, uh, you know, the, the, the thing about this is there's a fee that goes with it. It's kind of like a passport fee, really. Yeah. Uh, when you look at it this way, I mean, it's, you can, and you can choose how long your document is good for. Uh, mm-hmm. you can decide that, you know, you want it good for one year mm-hmm. and that's $35 right now. Keep going. Um, three years is $45. Five years is $55. And 10 years is $75. So you can go all the way up to 10 years validity on this thing. Um, and then of course, you know, you pay shipping to get it back to you and, you know, yeah. there's priority mail and, you know, business next day express and that type of thing. Um, it really isn't all that expensive. You can buy insurance on this thing. So if you do lose it while you're abroad, you can, um, uh, you can, or if you're a man, you can bring the, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you lose your license while you're overseas, you can have this, uh, you can have this, uh, you know, our replacement sent you know directly to you, and there'll be no issue at all, no cost. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know it's just kind of a, it's an interesting thing to have, but uh, as we found out, yeah, you don't. Majority of Americans don't need it. No, you don't really need it. You want to go to Canada? That's fine. Drive to Canada. <laughs> true. Yeah. True. Yeah. And you know, you'll find that people that have traveled to Europe, and you mm-hmm. know, they've traveled to Mexico, and they've gone, you know, the usual places. Yeah. Um, head over to Italy, and they're going to uh, going to have a long week there, and they're going to rent a car. Mm-hmm. There's really no problem as long as you're able to speak to the uh, the authorities there and the rental car agency, and uh, you know, communicate exactly what you're doing, and they can they can understand the English that's printed on your license, mm-hmm. then you're okay. Um, it's not a bad idea to have one just so that, you know, this translation is there and it's an, it eases the way, I guess, really. Yeah. Especially if you have to travel a lot and you have to rent a car most times. Exactly. But this is, it's really an optional thing. It, it's yeah. useful, but it's optional. Mm-hmm. And, uh, really there's, there's going to be very few instances where you'll actually really need this thing. Right. Um, yeah, you can, like I said, you can, you can drive a car in almost any country in the world if you have one of these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can rent a car. You know, where it doesn't matter where you are, really. I mean, in those 150 countries. Um, Still functions as ID. Exactly. It's ID. It's backup ID, you know, for your uh, passport. Let's say you need another form of ID with a photo. Mm-hmm. Here it is because, uh, you know, that's often asked. And, you know, what are you going to give them, your astronaut application, you know, card or what, you know? I, I, I don't know. That's, I thought that's it was, the jerk. Okay, look, when I applied for that, I thought it was real, okay? <laughs> I know it's my fault, but I wish you wouldn't bring that's, it up that's on from air. the jerk. You remember the movie The Jerk? I saw it years He's ago. Going through his wallet, he pulls one thing out. It was like his astronaut application uh, form or something like that. We need more of those around the office. I think he missed. Did you say he missed everything except his name and date of birth or something like <laughs> whatever? I forget. I forget the exact quote. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned already that there's no test involved, so mm-hmm. um, you know it's really just a matter of sending away for this thing, like you would for a passport. But um, yeah, do you really need one? The short mm-hmm. answer is no. The, I, I would, okay, I'm gonna go with you part of the way, Scott. I'm gonna say probably not. Mm-hmm. Um, if you did decide to get one and you weren't traveling anywhere, mm-hmm. then really all it is is something cool to show people. Ah, true. <laughs> say, hey, look at my international driver's license book. Sure. It's like a deputy sheriff badge that you've, uh, received somewhere. Did you see that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> You've got one, do you? Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Maybe it's on your coat. I didn't see it. No, no. We, we have some, oh. but, um, they're, I don't think they're real. I hope they're not real. Oh, I hope so. I certainly hope this is not how I find out that I am a deputy, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. So I'm going to go, uh, go ahead and say the average person probably does not need this. Now, Scott, one thing that makes it uh, a little bit different here is that you and I are not, 
super versed in the driving laws of Western Europe. So we don't know how that works. Correct. If there's, if there's an EU listener or something, then we're, we're not going to misspeak. But for our friends driving, um, through Canada, North America, Mexico, hitting Central America and going through South America, mm-hmm. it probably is a good investment just because once you get past, um, Mexico, the, the laws for these other countries in Central and South America are not going to be the same in every country. Oh, sure. It's highly individualized. I mean, right. you're going to, you're going to find some places you'll need different documentation than others, like you said. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, you may, you may find this is, you know, one of the small countries you absolutely have to have it or also make you track all the way around that country. Yeah, uh, you which know, you don't want to do. No, that would be a bad thing to do. So, um, you know, a, a 2000 mile diversion in your trip, that would be bad. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's part of the nature of an adventure, right? Yeah, I guess so. Hazard yeah. of the adventure business. I guess. But, um, so I think I might get one just so I feel cool, but I know it's not going to do anything. <laughs> so you got, you're going to, uh, pony up the 35 bucks or 75 bucks even. Uh, just the year. Just, 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 oh, just the one, one year. year. So $35. I'll keep the expired one. Gotcha. If I'm not using it anyway. You're going to have it shipped overnight though, aren't you? Um, <clears throat> you'll never know <laughs> until you see me pull it out and then. True. We'll see how the tide is turned. True, true. You'll be the cool guy in the office. The only, you'll probably be the only one here with an, um, an international license. I don't know. We have a lot of, we have a lot of, uh, interesting people. You know, there's a lot of travelers here. There are quite a few. Yeah. Quite um, a few. yeah. Yeah. You're right. Maybe there is somebody here that has one. We haven't even taken a, a poll around the office to see if anybody has one. We should check it out. We should also ask listeners to write in. Yes. If definitely. you guys have an idea about this. Yeah, well, if you have one, if you have a license and, and when is it? You know, been useful to you. Yeah, or has it? Yeah, or has it been useful? Mm. Is it something that just remains in your wallet all the time? Yeah, because we're not being dismissive. We're just curious. Exactly. And uh, just to make a point about us liking listener mail, what do you think, Scott? Should we do some right now? I think that's a good idea. All right, Ben, we got a note here from Jerry, and Jerry is from Valdosta, Georgia. Jerry's written to us before. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I remember that name. Oh, one thing I should mention here is Jerry gives a couple of nicknames. Oh, really? Yeah, he did. Oh, okay. Do you want yours or mine first? I want yours first. Okay, Scott Bloodhound Benjamin. Oh, I guess that's for the uh, the Bloodhound SSC. Yeah. The new one, right? You would be Ben Road Rally Bullen. I'm good with that. Yeah, that's not bad, huh? Road Rally. Yeah, yeah. Not bad. Bloodhound. Not bad. All right. Well, thanks, Jerry. Thank you. And uh, not only that, but uh, Jerry wrote in about our um, antique license plate podcast. Oh, okay. And uh, he says uh, he actually experienced experienced some excitement over the topic because uh, it's something that uh, he's been thinking about recently. I guess he sees a lot of plates around, you know, where he lives, uh, a lot of antique plates, and kind of questions the validity of some of them as well. <laughs> uh, right. Because he mentioned um, uh, on. the he was on I-75 and noticed an antique plate on a Datsun pickup that was in front of him. And he said everything that he had heard from us came flooding back to him all in one moment. Oh, um, no. but, but he did say – here's one interesting thing, and this is the real point of the email here, is that he says that um, as you know, it occurred to him that perhaps a new plate is needed, a cultural icon plate. And perhaps it might fit cars like the Yugo a little better, cars that have a certain place in our collective consciousness for sure, but definitely not in a parade. Huh. So he's saying that you know it's not not really classic, 
It's yeah. not it's not something that you know you'd care to see in a parade necessarily at this point, um, but it does have a you know a, a place in history. You know something that you know we all are familiar with, and it's to that age. And you know to see one is a rarity at this point. So you know somebody has in some way likely preserved it in a, in a manner. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, he's saying a, a cultural icon plate might be a good idea. That's a you know what that's a good point because this is. This is not the first email we've received where, wherein someone is telling us that maybe there should be further divisions mm-hmm. for plates. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah, the, I'm with that. Yeah, I think I am too. The Golden I mean, Age was the other one. See, but, but, I mean, that's a good idea. Don't get yeah. me wrong. But you, you, anytime you have a new category like this, then what fits in that category? What fits in a cultural icon category? Mm-hmm. And you could argue about that all day. Yeah. Um, because again, that's up to uh, the interpretation of the owner and the interpretation of the agency that's doling out the uh, the icon plates. Fair enough. Yeah, I got sure. I got a quick one. I'll listen oh, good. For yeah. You. Okay. Well, thanks, Jerry. I appreciate that. Yes, thank you, Jerry. Um, all right. So Jed writes in from Brooklyn, New York, and uh, Jed wanted to also talk about license plates. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said in answer to one of the questions Ben brought up about diplomatic license plates. A uh, Google search of UN parking tickets will bring up a host of articles that outline a pretty funny kerfuffle. Nice word. Yeah. Uh, that's been going on here for as long as I've lived here. Diplomats' cars are ticketed, says Jed, uh, but they aren't required to pay under federal r- law. However, New York City does keep an account of the money owed, <laughs> and every once in a while, a mayor with a bee in his bonnet will make a stink about it. Even the Secretary General of the UN has had to make concessions and statements and agreements to pay have been made, but no money has ever actually changed hands as far as Jed knows. This, this is funny. Thanks for writing in, Jed. Yeah. As yeah, soon this as we read funny. this. Yeah. Yeah, because, uh, you know, why, why are they keeping track even if they're just not gonna, gonna do anything about it? Yeah, is it like political leverage? So you, uh, this goes back to you saying that you wanted a UN plate, right? Yes, sir. I because, wanted a UN uh, plate. you'd be able to park anywhere, do anything you want. Dude, it's like a doctor's plate times 10. <laughs> you would be jumping the drawbridge as it's opening, right? I probably would. Yeah, you yeah. know what? Even if I made such a bad decision, yeah. I would have immunity. That's <laughs> true. They would keep track of it. Diplomatic and, immunity is what oh, you're saying. Oh man, right? I got it. But apparently that's not true. They, they do, they actually are responsible for that fine, but they're just not paying it. They're keeping track. You know what this reminds me of? Just sort of a little bit. What? Here in Georgia, we have a toll road just outside of our uh, our building. (laughs) And uh, the toll is 50 cents. 400, yeah. Now, there are people that go through that Continually without paying, you know the the uh, the pass lanes mm-hmm. and the the fine, you know the paperwork fee that goes along with that fifty cent toll that you didn't pay uh, if you go through without you know having the right card is like, like twenty five dollars. Yeah, it takes it up to thirty. So if you I drive think. through without paying the toll, it's thirty or twenty five dollars and fifty cents, mm-hmm. and then they charge interest on that. You know, as time goes along. So there was someone here, I believe they were they were just recently had an amnesty program where if you paid the fees that you owe. Oh yeah, and yeah, I remember there was a, I think there was a woman that had gone through. I forget the number of times it was in the thousands, mm-hmm. and she I can't remember the the dollar amount that she owed, but it was outlandish. I mean, it was like a it was like a, the cost of a, a big home. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if that person ever came forward and paid the, uh, the fee. I would <laughs> right. think not, but they know who the person is. That's my point is that, you know, they know who the person is. They know the fees owed. Mm-hmm. They're just not collecting them. They're saying, Hey, why don't you come on and turn yourself in? 
Yeah, and, well, uh, it costs so much more to pursue someone. You know? <laughs> and you know, it wasn't just that one person. There's, sure. there's hundreds. There are companies that do it. There, are, there are individuals that do it. Of course, mm-hmm. um, people just passing through the state do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this this kind of reminds me of that. That you know, there's a there's a tally rolling here, and uh, you know, someone's just not coming forward and saying, "Yeah, here's here's what I owe." Put it on my tab, yeah. Department of Transportation. Exactly. So that kind of <laughs> shoots down the whole uh, UN parking plate thing. Huh? Well, I don't, you know, Georgia and New York City are very different. Atlanta is a very different place. They've got toll <laughs> roads everywhere up true. there, too. Yeah, true. So well, I guess a big thank you to uh, Jed from Brooklyn, Jerry from Valdosta. You guys have broken down some pretty interesting things for us. Mm-hmm. Um, we hope our listeners enjoyed the emails as much as we did. Uh, do you have, uh, you know, do you remember, guys, earlier when we asked about the international driver's license story? Yeah. If you got one, let us know. If you want to keep in touch with us, you can uh, talk to us on Facebook. You can talk to us on Twitter. Uh, that's Car Stuff on both of those. That's right, Ben. And on our Twitter account, I believe there was someone asking to see your Monte Carlo. So you may want to uh, get on uploading a photo of that thing. I think a lot of people want to see it. I need to wash it, man. Yeah. You need to. If I do the, if I do Monte Carlo, you need to put Pacific. Oh, okay, it. we'll see. We'll ah, see. now it changes. Yeah, we'll see. All right, guys. Well, that pretty much does it uh, for Mr. Benjamin and myself today. I think we're going to mosey out of here. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to leave these comfy chairs. Yes, and we're also going to have to leave you with one last thing, which is our email address. Yep, that's right, and it's car stuff at howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. So, should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander. Or we could do something in between, like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So, Toyota is electrified diversified? Yep, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's Beyond Zero vision for the future. Exactly how much coffee have you had this morning? Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.